Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect clear skies tonight, a low in the mid-30s. Your forecasts coming up in minutes. A Cookville man faces an arraignment hearing later this month for a first-degree murder charge. Authorities have accused 28-year-old Andrew Ray Price of fatally stabbing Kelsey Lamb on May 22nd. The Putnam County Grand Jury returned indictments last month charging Price with first-degree murder, aggravated assault, domestic assault, theft, and evading arrest. During a court hearing yesterday, a judge rescheduled the defendant's arraignment hearing to November 18th. Price remains behind bars at the Putnam County Jail on $540,000 bond. Three water tanks in Monterey will receive some updates in the near future. Consulting engineer Nathaniel Green said tank inspectors have identified a few problems with the structure. One of the items on two tanks was that the uh, temperature inside the top of the tank uh, was reaching in excess of uh, 140 uh, degrees Fahrenheit, which about 120 is the is the maximum that they want it to reach. And so there's some corrosion that's happening in there. Inspectors have recommended cutting vents into the tanks to help stabilize the water temperature. The Monterey Board of Mayor and Autumn voted Monday to begin accepting bids for the projects. Green estimated that the work for all three tanks will cost between fifty and one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Cookville will consider awarding a bid on Thursday for a South Willow Avenue water improvement project. Water Quality Control Director Ronnie Kelly said the work will come before a scheduled TDOT project. The state's going to do a repaving of Willow from uh, where they stopped the around State Street South. I think they're going across the interstate. And so we were trying to get, sort of like we did on Washington, we are trying to get this out to to redo some water services and stuff that's in there that's old. And so we put that out to bid. The council will consider awarding the bid to Madewell Construction for $443,980. Council will likely reject a second bid for some sewer work in the same area. TDOT spokeswoman Jennifer Flynn said today that TDOT plans to repave that section of roadway in 2020. Cookville City Council meets at 5.30 p.m. Thursday inside City Hall. Smithville authorities have arrested a man for allegedly stealing a truck from the city garage. 38-year-old David, David Nathan Conaway faces three counts of burglary and one count of theft of property over $1,000. Arrest warrants accuse Conaway of entering the gated area of the city garage at 3 a.m. September 14th. He went inside the building after entering a truck and finding a set of keys to the building. Authorities said Conaway eventually stole a Ford F-150 from the facility and drove away. Police located the truck and most of its contents a day later. Conaway remains behind bars on $85,000 bond. And a four-vehicle crash killed one person and injured six other people in Putnam County Monday night. The accident happened at 5.30 p.m. on Highway 70 near Monterey. The Tennessee Highway Patrol identified the deceased this morning as 76-year-old Charlotte Long of Crossville. Clay County will be using $279,000 in grant funding for some new equipment and vehicles. EMS Director Natalie Boone said current ambulances have racked up some miles since Cumberland River Hospital closed earlier this year. Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, you know if we pick up a patient right here in Solana and go to Livingston, that's, that's 18 miles one way. So you're looking at, you know, 36 miles round trip. Now, as opposed to, you know, when we were going to Cameron River, it might be three, four, five miles round trip. 
Right. How important are these types of grants um, for the ambulance service? Well, they're they're vital. Um, there's no way if if not for these grants, there's no way that we could have had the funds to purchase the video laryngoscopes or fluid warmers or you know especially a new ambulance. You know, or those cardiac monitors. Those cardiac monitors are about forty thousand dollars each. So you know that's that's hard to come up with that extra out of your operating funds in addition to what you're you're operating on. So they're, they're vital to us, and you know there's we really it would be difficult to function without those grants like that. Natalie, I do want to ask you. Uh, got some positive news last week um, with the announcement that you know at least the clinic is going to be opening up at Cumberland River on November the fifteenth. They're shooting to have uh, most of all the other services available by January first. Are uh, just kind of your reaction to to that announcement last week? We we were very excited to hear that announcement. Uh, we're hoping you know that we're hoping to see our hospital back. January, uh, my crews have they've adjusted well to not having that hospital available, and you know they. I, I guess I couldn't ask for anything better. You know, on those days when they know that that our two staff units are out, they're, they're calling me or just coming in. You know, to try to grab that backup truck to help cover the county. So they they have been great throughout this, but we're all just excited and, and hopeful that we're going to see our hospital back here come January. The $279,000 in grant funding comes from a hospital assistance grant and a community development block grant from the state of Tennessee.